Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vaera. In Parshas Vaera, we are presented with the first seven of the Makos of the plagues that Hashem brings on Mitzrayim. And you can see from the Parsha that the purpose of the plagues are two in nature. They are, on the one hand, punitive. They are a punishment to Mitzrayim. And at the same time, they are instructive. They are teaching Mitzrayim and the Jewish nation as well that that there is a God in this world. And very quickly, tonight we'll have the privilege of making Kiddush. Now, in the Kiddush, we ascribe to the Shabbos two different motifs. We have Zecher, Lemase Bereshis, God is the Creator, and Zecher Liyetzias Mitzrayim, a remembrance of the Exodus. There are two presentations of the Ten Commandments. In the first presentation, in Parshas Yisro, the Torah gives the reason for keeping Shabbat to remember creation as he, quote, rested and deceased from creating. So must we. And in the second set of Ten Commandments in Parshas for Eschanan, the Torah says the reason is because he took us out of Egypt. Are these two separate reasons? Perhaps. The Ramban says no. The Ramban says they are one and the same. How can that be? It's all to remember God the Creator. But how do we know that He is the Creator? We know that He is the Creator from the Ten Plagues, from the Eser Makos, from the fact that I have, from the same glass of water, I have an Egyptian and a Jew drinking from the same glass, from two different straws, and at the moment that the plague of blood strikes, from the same glass, the Jew continues to drink water, and the Egyptian drinks blood. How can that be? How do you explain it? It's not only a personalized miracle, which is so incredible, but because he is the creator, he could change water to blood, and that's the best proof that he is the one who is the creator. Now, we have in this week's parsha something very, very interesting. The Torah tells us, after the plague of blood, and if you want to see this verse inside, you'll take a look at chapter 7, verse 23. Because you wouldn't believe me. Remember, this is Paro, king of Egypt, responsible for the entire people, and his total water supply has been turned to blood. How does this affect him? Take a look in verse 23. Vaivan Paro, he turns away. Vayavoel Beso, he comes to his house. Libo, and he doesn't take this matter to heart. Hello, how do you not take this matter to heart? But the Torah is showing us something incredible. 
it's almost like man has the capacity to press a pause button and not allow even that which is so obvious to affect him. He can literally uh, conduct himself as if it's not there, and don't worry, it will improve. Now, I want to show you an incredible contrast that you have in the parsha. The Levim, we know, were not included in the servitude. And therefore, when you see at the beginning of the parsha, at the beginning of the second Aliyah, these are the heads of the families of Israel. And the Torah gives us the names of Reuven and the heads of Shimon. When it comes to the family of Levi, the Torah changes, notes the Shalah, and the Torah says, shmos b'nei Yisrael. Pay attention, says the Torah, to the names of Levi. These are the sons, the names of Levi. And they are Gershon, Kahas, and Merari. These are names, says our rabbis, that even though Levi was not in the Shebud, in the servitude, he saw with Ruach HaKodesh that there would be the servitude, so he gave names to his children that he should remember the plight of the rest of the Jewish people. <clears throat> the last 86 years in Egypt, the servitude was most oppressive. 86 years before the Exodus, a baby girl was born, and Yocheved, the mommy, and Amram, the father, named her Miriam. Now I ask you, who would call their little baby girl bitter? And that's what Miriam means, from Vayimoru Eschayeyem. And our rabbis tell us the reason that he called her bitter is because he wanted to remember all the time. Namely, he wanted to remember what was happening to the rest of the Jewish people. And therefore, he would call his daughter's name, as we call our children, thank God, so many times a day, he would call her name and be ever mindful of this concept that the rest of the Jewish people are suffering, and Imo and Nochi I am with them. Man needs constant reminders. I'll give you a very interesting proof. You'll take a look at the Ramban in last week's parsha, chapter 4, verse 10. And let me ask you, Moshe had a birth, excuse me, a speech defect. Why does Moshe not ask Hashem, okay, you want me to be your, quote, spokesman to Paro? Get rid of the speech defect, and I'll be able to speak much more um, presentfully and do it in a much better way on your behalf. Why doesn't he ask Hashem to do this, says the Ramban? Because Moshe wanted to remember always how he got the speech defect. The Medrash tells us that Bilam, one of the advisors of Paro, said, oh my goodness, that very child on your lap, the one that bit you, 
adopted, that's the one that's going to lead the Jewish people out of Egypt. So Paro looked in amazement, and they said, okay, let's test this baby. And the rabbis tell us that they put in front of baby Moshe a bowl of gold and a bowl of coals. And let's see where he's going to go. Baby Moshe went for the gold. The Malach moved his hand and he took a coal and like a baby, instinctively put it towards his mouth. That's how he acquired the speech defect. And Moshe did not want to have it removed because it came about in a miraculous way that even Moshe needed quote-unquote reminders. Man needs reminders. And so it is that what do we do on a daily basis? This morning, we said the Shema. The Shema is our pledge of allegiance. And guess what? Tonight, we're going to say it again. Because between this morning and tonight, we are so distracted and we need to be, once again, reminded. Our putting on tefillin every single day, says the Chinuch in Mitzvah 421, is a reminder of just that, our needing to be reminded of Hashem in our lives, and listen to the language of the Rambam, who talks about the mitzvah of tefillin, excuse me, of mezuzah, and he says this in the last halacha of Hilchos mezuzah, easy to remember, chapter 6, halacha 13, he says, the kolzman, Whenever, on a regular basis, she kones that we enter and leave our homes, ipoga, we encounter in that mezuzah, yichod Hashem shemo shalakodesh baruch the oneness of God as found in the Shema. Listen carefully. V'yizkor, and you'll remember avaso to love Hashem, and the ye. Ye or Mishnaso, it's to awaken us from our foolishness and the time that we waste in this world, and we are to know that nothing endures except for Hashem, His Torah. And this is what we are to be reminded by the mezuzah. Man needs reminders. You want to take a guess? How many times is Yetzias Mitzrayim found in the Torah? I hope you're sitting down. The answer is no less than 50 times. Why? What's so significant about Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim? Big deal. No, it's not that simply a historical fact, but we understand that He is the Creator. He is involved in Ashkocha Pratis, literally in divine providence in each and every one of our lives. We're reminded of His love for His people Israel by endowing millions of people with prophecy, giving us His Torah at Sinai, that it is nothing less that incredible that we have these number of times that see us Mitzrayim to remind us that we need to be reminded of this basic point. Interestingly, the bracha borena fashos, right? When we have not eaten a grain product, 
one of the five grains, wheat, spilt, rye, oats, and barley. So when we've not eaten from that, and we've not had uh, fruits from Eretz Yisrael, we've not had wine. So on all other foods, we make the bracha, Borena Fashos Rabos, which means we say, thank you, Hashem, for creating so many beings, V'chesronon, and He created us deficient. Hashem created us needy, that we are in need. Now, in that bracha, we're saying, the Orach HaShulchan explains it to mean that God sustains us. We're saying thank you in this bracha for sustaining us. Baruchei, blessed is the life of Olamim, the worlds, this world and next world. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me sustenance in this world. Thank you, Hashem, as a result of my attributing the good that I have in this world to you, I acquire Olamim, the world to come as well. So man is put into this world deficient. As a result, he needs reminders. And therefore, on the one hand, the ability to forget is a bracha. Rachman a person loses. It should never happen. A child, a spouse, how can they continue to somewhat continue with their lives only because Hashem gives us this ability to forget but as the Dubna Magid says on the Pasuk in Devarim in Hazinu you forgot the God that formed you, the gift that Hashem has given us of forgetfulness, the Dubna Magid says too often we use it against Him. Now finally each and every generation faces its own unique challenges. Our extremely open, liberal society generates its own crises. And just as one can understand that there is an Isur Yichud, a prohibition of Yichud, of being alone with a woman who is not, quote, related to you, etc., and how this, ye, this prohibition safeguards Jewish moral values, one must realize that there can be an Iser Yichud with a computer. One's self-control today provides no assurance for the future. And as the Mishnah says, Ezul Chacham, who's the wise man, that one that can see the future, right? Listen carefully. The wise one today is he that ensures that the forbidden be not seen in the future. And lastly, it's very considerate that one puts their phone on vibrate when davening in shul. They're respecting the needs of those around them and refraining from disturbing them. But what about you? If your phone is on vibrate, come on, as much as you wish to ignore the vibrate, the momentary reflection of, who might that be? Who's calling me? But you're in the middle of the Shema. You're in the middle of the Shemona Esrei. This is a forbidden intrusion to our tefillah. It's a little bit of a leap, but I'm telling you, what do you have in Pashas Voera? Turn your phone off when you come into Shul. 
Man is created needy. He needs reminders. The Torah provides us with many reminders. And I pray that we will be smart enough to make good use of these reminders. Shabbat Shalom to all.